we have entered the Green Mountain State, the state that produces the most maple syrup in the USA, apples, and of course, cheese. Yes, we have made it to Vermont. As we've gone on this Appalachian Trail journey, each state we enter seems to be our favorite, but I have a feeling that Vermont just might hold the top spot throughout. There's a lot in this episode. Of course, we entered some great trail towns, we went on some epic hikes, and I think it just might have the most trail magic of any of our other episodes. But I asked to do the intro because I wanted to set the record straight. Spoiler alert, in this episode, Mike indicates that I cried at one of the gaps. And just to go on the record, I absolutely did tear up. But if you saw this muddy, gravelly slope in the middle of nowhere with a 20-foot van that you were supposed to navigate up, turn around, and head back down, your anxiety just might have been at an all-time high, too. There's lots of fun in Vermont. We love it here. So welcome to the episode. of the Vermont Trail Towns Hashtag 59 podcast. Mike R. here with my co-host. Jill G. And our favorite state so far. Yeah, Vermont. Vermont. I knew because of my love of cheese and my love of Bernie Sanders that it was going to be one of my favorites. But a lot of other factors just kind of with much love to New Jersey. A lot and, of things just kind of lined up. Yeah, it's really good. Uh-huh. Can we talk real fast about our first tapings of our podcast when we try to do them at night, though? Well, I usually, like, say, let's start over at least once, every time. But often our dog, Cotopoxy, decides to start licking my face all around my hair. We think it's because it's sweat. Well, of course. From the day. Yeah. But it, he wait. He literally waits till we're about forty-five seconds into the recording. That's like the third time. And he goes on about it for <laughs> I don't know, three or four minutes. It's He's really funny. Best. He's great. So we are recording the Vermont podcast, and as we said, favorite state so far. A uh, little bit from a somber side, sending out a little bit of love to Steady Eddie's family. And friends. It looks like a through hiker was lost during the floods and passed away mm-hmm. during that. And to the Vermont communities. A lot of the communities around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah, they were impacted by a lot of the unexpected flooding and they're still um asking for donations and a lot of volunteer support, just trying to get everybody back up and running. And we could tell what's happened to the area. Yeah. As we've been in this. As we got more centralized, right? I think yeah. right when we were south, we didn't see it quite as much, even though people were still talking about it. But it was very obvious. The roadways, even. Yeah. Just washing them out. So, light and love out to all those uh, feeling that right now. So, our favorite campground so far mm-hmm. is in Vermont. They just keep getting better. Yeah. Yeah. They really do. So, what was the name of it again? I keep getting them mixed up. The Greenwood Lodge. Yes. And it was, um, 
it was on set right on a really that there's actually three ponds on the property right mm -hmm. and our campsite was sitting right on one and it was just the most quaint quiet beautiful setting we also had really nice weather when we were there uh, well i guess not one day it rained the whole day but one of the days it was just beautiful could swim in the pond they had recycling it was this sweet family, the yeah. Shays. A mo I think it's a mom and dad who have owned it for decades. Well, and then yeah. their son. And I just talked to her about, and like they've owned the property. Well, the um, husband had owned the property since he was in his 20s. And he was an older gentleman. And I mean, it's just, I guess we're kind of going on and on about it. They take a lot of care, and you can tell. And I think that as we've started in Georgia and gone up, we've been at a variety of campsites, some that people have just acquired, some that have been in families for years, some where they're trying to change it and make additions to it or do upkeep to it. I think that a lot of times when you think about campsites, you think of just a piece of land with you know places to park a vehicle or place a tent, and it's just become so obvious that they're just so much work. Yeah. And and this was one that you could just tell. It was like round the clock. They were really doing upkeep and it showed. It was just a really, really beautiful place. Loved it. So thank you to the Shea family. Mm -hmm. And right across the street, though, we, while we're out of Jersey and New York, bump it on. Well, uh, was it wasn't technically a deli, was it? No, but it was the Woodford General Store. But Chris, the son of the family at the campground, had told me right when we got there, he said, and right across the street, uh, Woodford General Store. He said, they make sandwiches. Beer, wine, like some mm -hmm. like snack food. And then he looked at me and said, pretty good deli, too. And I thought, oh, yeah. good. They had root beer on tap. They had a little bit of everything. I mean, I guess it was a general store. Yeah, it was yeah. a general store. It mm -hmm. was great, though. It was good. And we stayed in Woodford and the Greenwood Lodge because right down the road was the Vermont Nine Gap. And that was a gap going north and south on the AT and the LT. So the Long Trail is a trail that runs from Canada to the southern end of Vermont Mm -hmm. And it's kind of been no, and it it go it mirrors the Appalachian Trail for I believe a hundred and five miles or so, mm -hmm. and then it continues on. But if you read about the history of the AT and the way it was able to connect from the Mid Atlantic up to the Northeast without the LT, which is the original scenic trail, the AT wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. The long so. No AT without the LT. Yeah, I've heard that phrase before. People, I think I came up with that. Did you I? Did no, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. You have said it a few times, but yeah, a I lot of people that. go out. In fact, we I met a guy through hiking the LT from Cleveland, uh, right by where our friend Stacy used to live hmm. when she grew up. Uh, people come. I met a couple people from California. People from all over the place come and through hike the LT, the long trail, mm -hmm. just like people hike the AT. Do you know how long it is? I believe it is a little over. I'm going to look that up right now because I don't want to, you know. You don't have you know. to do the fact checking. Yeah. 
I think let's let's put some guesses on it. What do you have? Nine hundred miles. Two hundred and seventy-two. <laughs> Vermont is not that long. It just runs the length of Vermont. You said from Canada. Which is above Vermont, the top of yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking yeah. at the map right okay. now. Okay. Dang. Yeah. Well, you know. It's fine. Geography. Everyone that knows me knows geography was not my strong point. What was neat, though, about entering the Green Mountain Forest, I'd, I've heard a lot. We were actually following the Vermont Mountain Club. Mm-hmm. And for updates about the trail conditions, we actually kind of got off trail because of, like, the Green Mountain Club. Yeah. But they're, they're known as being a very active group in terms of information and helping people out and taking care of their trails. So it was kind of fun and not a big surprise that when I got on the AT and the LT the first day from that Vermont nine gap, that within 10 minutes, I met two trail maintenance crews who were busy at work, volunteer crews. I met a group of summer camp counselors taking this huge group of kids out on a trail one one uh one girl uh, wanted to give me a fist bump was so pumped nice. and just you could a lot of day hikers met a really nice nav uh through hiker named navigator you could just kind of tell that like that little vermont mountain vibe that the green mountain club puts out was very alive and well from seconds into being on the trail there's a really nice gap too. There's a pull off on one side. There's a parking lot on the other, and um, easy to navigate. And let's talk about double trail magic at that gap. The second day I went hiking at yeah. it, yeah, that was cool. I think it was maybe there the first day too, because I remember um, the one gentleman that you had met. He was hoping for that he'd heard there was some trail magic in that parking lot the day before. Yes. So when I got to the Vermont Nine Gap going north the second day, there was a group there was a group of from Tennessee vol- volunteers. They were actually up in Vermont on a mission trip helping a community with the flooding. Mm-hmm. And they started reading about the Appalachian Trail. Some of them have hiked it in Tennessee. They actually have stayed at Linda and Travis's at the Black Bear Resort that yes. we stayed at. Linda was on a previous episode. Small world. Uh, but I guess they got real into it and they decided to stay for like four or five extra days and do trail magic at this gap every single day. Nice. And they had hot meals. They had cookies. Just all sorts of stuff. Very, very sweet group mm-hmm. of people from Tennessee. Uh, but then right around the corner when I was done... There was a gal whose friend lived in Bennington, and it was her birthday, and Bennington, Vermont's just down the road, and she had through hikes last year, so she brought out... Fruits and vegetables, Yeah, because she said that's what she was craving on the trail, which even us in the camper van have been... Not fruit. We we get plenty of fruit, but we're craving vegetables. Uh We don't eat as many as we did at home. So I thought double trip. I mean, I heard you come out of there and you said, it's like a buffet here today. It really was. <laughs> we were going to lunch at the general store, of course. Okay. And I had just in the last 10 minutes before we went to the general store, gotten chocolate chip cookies. I tur- strawberries. strawberries and blueberries and carrots. And I turned down, a, I turned down like they were making panini sandwiches, that crew from Tennessee. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So it was nice. 
so that was our, I guess, introduction. The south, the mm-hmm. the southern end of Vermont. Yeah. And it was a great time. So then we went up to, we stopped in Manchester City, Vermont, which is a trail town. And we went to the Bromley Mountain Trailhead, which is a gap on the Appalachian Trail. I climbed Bromley Mountain, which was kind of cool to get up to the top Mm -hmm. because it was, it's a ski lift. It's a ski resort in the winter. Mm -hmm. I hiked right up a slope, but when you get up there... There's no snow, but they have all the signs up. Yeah. The, the black diamond slope. Uh-huh. The ski chairs are sitting there. In fact, some through hikers were like sitting underneath the main thing because it was shaded. Sure. And it was, a, it was a warm day. They had some beautiful murals, yada, yada, yada. It's a really fun, I think it was pretty fun to hike up a ski slope mm-hmm. on that. And before I did, you got a little, uh, you gave out a little trail magic. Yes. Yep. I took two through hikers who were hitchhiking to town. Well, I wouldn't even say they really, they never they started hitching. To. They because didn't have to. You walked them, you walked them right over and into the van. So they didn't me. even, they didn't even have to hitchhike. Nope. They didn't. Nope. They didn't. It was, um, Actually, it was perfectly fine. I thought it would be really out of my comfort zone, but it was fine. They were really nice. And one of them, I think it was uh, was Cheesefoot. Cheesefoot. Cheesefoot mm-hmm. was when I got to that gap. There was another. There was a family from New York doing trail magic there that day that does it off and on. And he was playing him a song of thanks on his guitar. Yeah, so he, he was carrying a guitar on yeah. his back, too. So I guess maybe him and Maverick from our last episode, the skateboarding section hiker, they should they should go out and see who can carry more yeah. things on their back for their hike. Mm-hmm. I had asked them when we were driving what was their favorite part so far. And they, what did I tell you? I think they said Virginia. Grayson Highlands. Grayson, what, the gal said Grayson Highlands. And the guy said Virginia. Shout out, Jason. Look at that. If you're yeah. listening, number a one spot. A lot of people say that's their favorite part on the trail. A lot of people say that. Yeah. It's not mine. Not a diss to it. Uh-huh. I really enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say it was my top. Maybe because uh, I didn't see enough ponies that Maybe. day. You saw some, though. I know. Some people don't see any. Manchester City, though, mm-hmm. was... Kind of like a Great Barrington. Very cute. <laughs> Another nice place that I'm pretty sure we can't live in because there wasn't no. even a for rent sign. Mm-mm. I'm sure not. But it had a lot of, it had a really cute downtown area and... Um, had a nice dog park that we got to go to. It was an incredible recreation area where that dog park was. There was a pool, there were ball fields and there were tennis courts. It seemed fairly new. But a walking path. I mean, it was really nice. They had a Patagonia outfitter there because all the through hikers were going in. Or there was an outfitter there. It was an outfitter there that I saw that they had Patagonia stuff outside. Uh, Where we saw that guy who's chasing us up the trail while we're in the van. Big stick. Big stick. Yeah, we're just going to call him the guy with the big stick. Yeah. But we saw him out, out front in Manchester City. If you listened to last episode, yeah. he's kind of in 
tailing us or jumping ahead of us every time, but we're in a he's we're in a van. Yeah. Maybe a, he is too. He's on foot. I guess we wouldn't know for sure. Yeah, but he was but there. I don't think so. Yeah, he's there. I really do hope we summit Katahdin or something yeah. together. Also, at the dog park, they had a list of the dog-friendly restaurants in town. So smart. And so we ended up going to... Sam's Wood-Fired Pizza. It was delicious. Delicious. Really great place. And, like, I really liked outside there was a... They had a... They had a sign that said, didn't it say hiker-friendly yeah. restaurant or yep. hiker-friendly? Which I thought was nice. Welcoming. So we love the trail towns in Vermont. hmm And now we got to go to, well, we camped in Gifford Woods State Park, which is right next to Killington, Vermont. That was also really nice. Which Killington is less of a a trail town it's actually like it's called the beast of the east it is a very popular ski town you can tell everything was centered around that yes so it's kind of fun to be there in total off season also an off season turns into a lot of mountain biking mountain biking and hiking because the at and the lt run through there we tried to go to one restaurant and so we went i don't know what the slopes were called but it took us to the end of killington where you could just see all the runs because they're not all, but you could see just probably half a dozen runs that were all bare, of course, right now because it's not snowing. And our fr- our friend Kimmy Yo came here on spring break um, to ski, mm-hmm. and I had sent her some photos, and she said, "Oh boy, I bet that place looks as beautiful green as it does white." It did, and it really, yeah, it, it really was, does. It was really neat. We got Yama Ramen. So good. Which was excellent. That place was very cool. It was um, a smaller a smaller restaurant, but there was a lot of artwork on the walls. And on all of the artwork, they had everybody's like Instagram handles so that you could look up the artists that did it. So just a really unique place. It's great. And let's talk about Gifford Woods. Because yeah. a couple big things that it bumped bump it to the, our favorite state. Yeah. One, composting. Yeah. So finally we got recycling thanks to the Greenwood Lodge. Yeah. Because recycling had been missing outside of the national parks for the most part. Uh-huh. These guys are composting at Gifford Woods State Park. Leave Big it to win. Big win. Because you know I have talked about how I miss composting. Yep. And it's just basically impossible for us to do it out of the van in bear country and in areas where not many people compost. No. So it was great to see. That's though is like the understudy to the fact that we camped on a blaze. Yeah. And that was totally random. So our when we got into our spot, into our camping spot, looked up and there was a blaze a white on the blaze tree that was like in our spot. Basically in our campsite. On the edge of our campsite. And but like at the top cor- of where the where we where parked the van, in. yeah. Of course, I thought it was not a blaze. Yeah, just like, a no, random that's piece of like a. I guess I thought it was maybe more like a reflection or something as people went. No, it was definitely a blaze, and the trail walked right through that campground at the state park, and right there, and Mike got very excited, and every time he saw a through hiker. He would jump out of the van and offer him a Gatorade. 
of which they always accepted. <laughs> and most of them drank it so fast and gave it back to us so they didn't have to carry it, which is totally fine. Especially, well, we had talk to people for like 20 minutes out there every time. It was very sweet. I was surprised how some, uh, some of the hike through hikers really wanted to chat it up. Some were pretty close to where they were, st- like some were camping there. Some were going to a lodge that was really the close. In, the inn at Long Trail is so I think just some a people were also away. like pretty close. To, they weren't like trying to clock a bunch more miles. Well, I think we saw a. We met a couple of women. I believe they might have been from Germany, and they were pretty near. But the reason they were staying at the inn at Long Trail was somebody else stopped and gave them a hundred dollar bill that day said i want to give y'all some trail trail magic so that you're not like maybe you can get a a nice bed or whatever because i think they asked him like what are you sleeping on like the ground you know and gave him a hundred bucks and that was enough for like the four bunk room at the inn at long trail for the Uh night in the in the off ski season which is an iconic long trail and ski there's like an Irish pub in there, I think, too. And the and the German, uh, or Hainsley, she said, "So we're going to the lo- we're going to the inn at Long Trail, and we're going to party tonight." <laughs> nice. So that was that, but I thought that was nice. Uh, but what she did was she sprung on, used the money for their whole group. So yeah. a lot of get giving's the getting out here on the AT. I mean, definitely, it definitely is. If you are also in Gifford Woods State Park and you don't want to hike miles and miles on the Appalachian Trail, Thundering Falls is just around the corner and is exactly what it says it is. Mm. It is a rip-roaring, thundering waterfall that is gorgeous. Nice. Which is actually where we'll talk about... uh, We were... Let me hold my train of thought there for a sec. Uh The through hiker that I met that day at that Thundering Falls. Now I think about it, were the people that camped next to us in our next uh, stop, Quetchy. Oh, yeah. Who, so that was random. Yeah. Right? We kind of thought we recognized. Well, you had met, well, I'll let you tell the story. You met a, a guy that was hiking. And I was I was talking about how we were doing this in the van, and he said, oh, kind of doing my family's kind of doing something similar but he said i'm back on backpacking because our van can't get up these gravel roads we couldn't get up them in georgia and we can't really get up them in vermont new hampshire and maine so i'm back certain times he just backpacks a certain section right? yeah and then lo and behold uh they were camping next to us. Yeah, and Coda Foxy and their daughter Addie are now best friends. Yeah, they had a three-year-old. She was very sweet. Yeah, but they were doing the same thing, except they had been... He's, like, through hiking that way. Yes. And they'd been out here since March. And he's just... He's going up the miles, but whenever he can get off trail mm-hmm. and stay in the van. It was interesting to see, though, some people that were doing something really similar yeah. to what we were doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Quetchy, actually, though, we'll do Quetchy, and then we have one more trail town. So many good trail towns in Vermont. Yeah. So Quetchy, Quetchy Gorge, is Vermont's Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah. And that was stunning. Stunning. Couldn't hike all the way to the bottom of it because of the flooding. Yeah, and the state park routes are close, too, there. Yeah, which is the... That's how you get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just an absolutely beautiful... 
little yeah. little Grand Canyon. I yeah. guess that's that's really all. There was still like a picnic loop or a way that you could still view it. You just couldn't go to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then I thought Foley Brothers Brewery had some of the best beers we've had on the entire trail yeah, so really far. Mm-hmm. So Quetchy's real nice. We stayed at a KOA there. Had a fenced dog park and a so clean. pool, super clean, really attentive staff. Those are kind of like... If you kind of like if you're going like to stay at a residence in or like a, you kind of know what you're going to get. Yeah. So it was really mm-hmm. nice. There's people there working really hard to make it nice. And then our final trail town, Woodstock, mm-hmm. which has been now. Do we want to phone your parents in what? on this? It's it's uh, branded as America's favorite small town. I doubt it. I guess you guys are the uh, ice cream capital of the world. Yeah. But you kind of also think you're the best small town. Of course. Lamar's. Yeah. Well, Woodstock, Vermont, I think actually is coining that. We'll see. I'll have to do a little bit of research on that. But that was an excellent trail town right down. So we, I went in and out of a gap. I did some trail running, actually, from mm-hmm. these gaps. And we... We, you pulled in accidentally to the on the edge farm because there wasn't even parking at the so some of these gaps have paved parking lots some have little turnaround spots and then like this one had and then a lot of them are just down pop out of the road gravel roads and these twisty turny back roads but yeah this one was just kind of on the side of a highway yeah so sometimes we're we're kind of figuring out that I need to be ready to jump out yeah more or less like not like you know, yeah, at, safely. Yeah. Uh, but so we missed it because uh-huh. it was just on the road, but that led us to the on the edge farm, which was a great place to stock up. Kind of like, a, um, I guess not general store cause they didn't have everything, but they had like farm fresh veggies. Plus they had a lot of meat, crispy, di- crispy dill pickles. Yeah. It was great. It was We're just like kind of market, I guess. Eating our way through the AT. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. Also, though, other fun things you can do in Vermont or Woodstock, Vermont, is going to the Billings Museum and National Historical Park, Mm -hmm. which has been voted like the most beautiful farm working farm museum in the entire country. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We we didn't go into it or the visitor center, but. There's some trails around there too. A lot of people. Well, that's that's what's voted that is the trails and the farm. That's what you're walking around. I mean, though, like we didn't go into the farm portion. Yeah. Because I think you could go into the visitor center and tour parts of the actual working farm. I'm not sure, guys. But regardless, there was a ton of people like walking and running on trails around there. And Mon Vert. Super good restaurant. Really good restaurant. Really good. Um, I think it was dog friendly, wasn't it? It was. We yeah. ended up getting food to go. It was one of those again, like super cute downtowns, but for a van, it's just not super accessible. So we ended up getting food to go, but they had bookstores and all sorts of stuff. It's great. Yeah. So let's let's recap. We got Woodford. Manchester City, mm-hmm. Woodstock, Quetchy. Mm-hmm. A lot of great trail towns. 
And then to uh, round out this episode, a nice little story for my walk to New Hampshire. Okay. Okay. Ready to go? Yeah. Trail magic once again. So you drop me off gravel road. Uh huh. Couple tears, but then. <laughs> You always kind of get scared when I go off into the woods. <laughs> it's a very, it's not, get, it's not getting any more normal. No, Mm-mm. only a couple more states to go though at this point. But so that's not why I got teary. We were lost, right? No, you no, you just you didn't had the want to. GPS. You didn't want to go up the gravel road. I it's not. Oh. I didn't want to go up it. It doesn't make it. Okay. Anyways. So the hike was going to lead me into New Hampshire Uh from there, kind of the end of Vermont. And literally within a half mile of crossing New Hampshire, I hadn't quite yet. I was actually in Norwich, Vermont still. Car drove by, older couple. Guy rolled down his window, said, where have you been coming from? I told him. He said, congratulations on your journey. Gave me some homemade cookies and said, I'd like to be the first. He said, I'd like to be the first person to welcome you to New Hampshire. But we love Vermont and a warm goodbye to Vermont. Wow. I said, I think I said this on an earlier <laughs> podcast too. I've eaten more um, food from strangers <laughs> on this trip than I probably have in like the last two decades. Your entire life? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I just don't eat a lot of food from people I don't know. And here, like somebody just rolls down their window and hands you a bag full of cookies and you just eat them. Yep. Trail magic. (laughs) Yeah. So that ends our Vermont. And number one right now. Yeah, I would say so. Jersey hanging in at two, but uh, we got New Hampshire and Maine still to go. So we'll see how Georgia and New Jersey can hang out in the top three. Or we might flip it all up in the best, the season finale awards show. Who knows? But yeah, Vermont's, Vermont's holding pretty strong. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll check in with you again from New Hampshire. If you like the podcast and you don't already, you can subscribe on your podcast app. You can leave us a review or you can listen on our website. Speaking of our website, hashtag the number five, the number nine.